It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is a pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an absolutely amazing show. I will introduce my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour, as it always is. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I will do this every single week. I did a Facebook Live a few days ago about powerful books that have impacted me. In fact, I got an Amazon delivery last week, which had two books that I've been looking forward to reading. One was The Five-Second Rule by Mel Robbins, which is really fantastic so far. It talks about breaking through your fears and procrastination to achieve whatever you really want by counting down five, four, three, two, one, at which point you absolutely must get up and do the thing you've been avoiding. It's very powerful, and she discusses the science behind that. The other book is Never Eat Alone by Keith Ferrazzi, which is about using your time effectively to build your network. One other book I will point out is called Relentless by Tim Grover. It's about having world-class mental toughness, meaning you don't let anything stop you from doing what you need to do. He's worked with elite athletes like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and Dwayne Wade, and this is a really great book, too. So I really would recommend all three of these. The more books you read that can help your life and your business, the farther ahead you ultimately will be. And with all this in mind, I'd like to introduce my very special guest. His name is Dustin Matthews. Let me tell you about him. He's generated tens of millions of dollars through the power of presenting to the masses. He grew a business to $14 million and a number 35 rank on Inc. Magazine's fastest-growing private companies. He currently runs a company called Speaking Empire, which helps speak people speak powerfully, close authentically, and profit massively. And through marketing over 3,000 events and 10 online product launches, he's generated over $43 million in sales. He's also the author of a half a dozen books and has recently co-authored his latest book with the legendary Dan Kennedy called The No BS Guide to Powerful Presentations, The Ultimate No-Holds-Barred Plan to Sell Anything with webinars, online media, speeches, and seminars. We will talk about all of these things and so much more in today's show. And before I forget, you can also download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio anytime for free. So here we are with my very special guest, Dustin Matthews. Dustin, how are you today? I am excited. Thank you for having me on. Oh, and I'm glad you're here. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on the show. I'm so looking forward to sharing you uh, and what you do with my crowd. So the first thing I usually ask Dustin is uh, have have my guests tell them tell us about your background, how you started, maybe some of the things you overcame, and really what brought you to where you are now. We'll devote this whole first segment to your background. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I definitely know this one, and I think a lot of people will know this too, and it's uh, fear quite frankly, yeah. has, has got me here. And, uh, you know, before I get into the story and, and strategies and stuff, I, I want folks to know that I was deathly afraid to get into this, which is, you know, being in front of a microphone or being on stage or a Facebook live. I've always been a behind the scenes kind of guy. And so uh, I think fear was a big point in my life that uh, that drove me. Uh, but along the way, I picked up a couple good books. And you'd mentioned uh, Keith Ferrazzi's book there. I always recommend that one. So I was uh, thrilled to hear you say that because that has helped me big time. 
Absolutely. Well, I'm reading Five Second Rule now, and Keith Ferrazzi's book will be next. And so it's uh, basically that book is on deck. But I am recommending it anyway because I've heard so many great things about it. Absolutely. And then that's been that's been my thing. So I started off as an introvert. Uh, you know, I won't get right into it here. And, uh, you know, I was initially afraid to speak. And so I remember being in school and they they made you take a class called public speaking, that dreaded class. Did you have to take that at school? Yes, I did. And in fact, I ended up majoring in communication studies. And then I <laughs> later on went on to teach public speaking in college. So I'm so familiar with what you're talking about. Oh, I love it because I am completely opposite of you. I grew up on the other side of the, the tracks. And so mm -hmm. when, when I was at, at school, I had to take this class. And so I remember signing up one day and there were 300 people in there, 300 kids. Uh, this was wow. college. And so uh, teacher walks out and says, listen, you're giving 10 talks. Three are going to be in front of the whole group of 300 and, you know, seven will be, you know, breakout groups. And so I'm looking around, looking for other jaws open like mine was, but no one seemed to have their jaw open. I'm like, okay, I guess they just know they have to take this class. So I'd like to say I conquered my fear in that moment, but I didn't. I bailed. And yeah. so um, I said, you know what? I'm going to sign up. I'm going to find a small loophole. I'm going to find the smaller class, or maybe I'll take a virtual class because yeah. that's when, when those were becoming popular. And so long story short, I signed up for the class again. It's the same pitch. It's the same thing. And so again, I'd like to say I conquered my fear, but I didn't. I became so motivated to not take public speaking that I went and found a loophole. I read, I talked to student aides. I talked to, you know, teacher's assistants. I read the student handbook. No one reads that. And yeah. uh, basically I found a loophole and I got out of having to do it. And so now I run a company that teaches others how to do it. So there is hope for all of us out there yeah. that uh, want to get clients through speaking. Yeah. And if you are afraid of larger crowds in a performance-related class like public speaking, uh, the secret is to take it during a summer session where there are fewer students there. Ah, oh, that was smart. You know, I will share this. I have never shared this before. Uh, I actually took a summer session in Costa Rica. So the universities here, they they want you to take it there on campus because that's how they run money through the buildings right. uh, by your, your rent. And so there was this other loophole. I was good at finding loopholes, I guess, when I was motivated. This other loophole is I wanted to go travel abroad. So I, I lived with a family in Costa Rica and did my summer session abroad. But I, you know, I never thought of that, Brian, that I could do it during the summertime. Genius. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting. The reason I took that class, my first public speaking class during summer session was because the class was in so much demand that the seniors waited until the last minute to take that yep. class. And so seniors always got priority. Yep. So here I am as a sophomore to be, and I have to take that class. I mean, people who are majoring in that also have priority, but uh, the the way that I figured that I could get into that class most easily to get into that class was to take it during the summer. My my objective wasn't really to avoid the class. It was to get in when I could get in. Uh, but I'll tell you what, there, there was a day in time where I was deathly afraid of speaking in public, too. In fact, uh, I was encouraged uh, my freshman year to go out for speech contest. And I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. But when I found out there was a, an event called radio news announcing where you could avoid actually having eye contact with your audience, I said, Ooh, that's that interesting. Cool. Yeah. I would have done yeah. that. Yeah. But then when I got a one at state, I learned that I couldn't do that event the next year because <laughs> the rules prohibited you from doing an event the second year uh, in a row if you got a one at state and I'm like, that's a dumb rule. But I guess their idea was they wanted you to try new things. But uh, yeah, that, that was a brief history of my path through it. And so, yes, I understand the whole fear thing all too well. Uh, you were a military kid, weren't you? 
Yeah, absolutely. We bounced around a lot. So, you know, I tell people, you know, I love tech. I grew up like a techie. I was introverted. We bounced around. My dad was in the Air Force. We bounced around a little bit overseas and then in the United States. And so I always had to form new friends and all that. And so I was sort of the shy kid, no brothers, no sisters. And so, uh, you know, I moved from town to town and I I was introverted. And so uh, I have a lot of respect for people that are, you know, thinking, you know, well, Dustin, you know, you were born with a microphone in your mouth or Brian, you were born, you know, with that in your mouth. And it's just so not the case. And so I you know, it's it's such a powerful tool, and that's that's why I'm here today, and and that, that's why I wrote the book was, you know, I want to inspire those to get off the silence because speaking can grow your business big time, yeah. uh, and it can change your life. You know, it's a, it's one heck of a journey to go on this path. So, absolutely. Uh, so let me ask, how did you decide to become an entrepreneur? Because not everyone chooses that path, but the people that I interview who did choose that path usually have yep. very interesting stories about that. Yeah, absolutely. So I got to ask. I got to imagine you've actually already read it, but Rich Dad Poor Dad, you read yes. this one. Yeah. Yes, it's a classic. Like I got uh, two young boys now, uh, three years old and nine weeks. That's uh, very fresh. Wow. Uh, and I'm excited to get that book in their hands because someone gave me Rich Dad Poor Dad, and I'm I got excited. I thought I was going to be the next real estate millionaire um, because I was a techie guy in school and I didn't know what I was going to do. And I had this degree in, in in tech, but I read this book and I got excited. And really, it taught me about entrepreneurship. And so I went out to find my rich dad, if you want to call it. Uh, and I volunteered yeah. uh, at a company that was just starting up called Foreclosures Daily. And so this journey, uh, I got to see this startup company and I helped them grow to the Inc. 500 uh, by doing speaking and live. Actually, I wasn't speaking. I was helping fill the room. So I got to see it from behind the scenes. And so um, what happened was one day, you know, you you hear enough motivational talks, you hear enough pe- of people's stories and you're like, man, I need to go do this for myself. And so that's what I did. It wasn't in real estate, but I said, you know what? I need to go out and be an entrepreneur. And so I burned the bridges and I said, listen, this is my two weeks. I did it the proper way. And I went out there not knowing what the heck I was going to do. And so I stumbled into a mastermind group and the rest is history. I put me on my path where I'm on today. And so uh, I know that's not everyone's bag, you know, burning the bridges, uh, burning yeah. the ships, and just jumping in. Um, but I just, you know, I'd seen enough. I got trained in marketing and speaking. And then I said, I got to go do this. I just got to do it. Now's the time. Yeah. Burning the bridges is something that a lot of really successful people do because they realize that if they do not leave themselves an out, then they have to do it and they have to find a way. Yep. That's that's exactly right. And I think about it like this, you know, my first speaking thing. So the the story behind the story was uh, I, the loophole that I got out of having to do public speaking in, in school. I had taken a class in high school called Model United Nations. And there mm-hmm. I was representing the great uh, country, the kingdom, the United Kingdom. And uh, I was speaking, but I must have been so blinded by this, Brian. I was following and chasing a girl, like a girl I really wanted to get to know. And so there I was speaking. And so basically the the loophole was if I had got my teacher to write me the note, I could get out of having to take it. And so I did, right? I wrote the note for the teacher. He blessed it and I turned it in and I got out of it. And so one day opportunity knocked again. And so I, I think it's funny in life as an entrepreneur, as a person on the path of, you know, just learning the game and, and growing as a person, opportunity keeps knocking. Sometimes we answer, sometimes we don't. And so one day while I was working at this company, my boss said to me, he said, Hey, listen, you've got to speak. You've got to cover yeah. for me. I'm closing on my condo. And I said, oh. no, 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 no. And I told him that story I just shared with everyone here, which is I'm not the guy I found the loophole, this girl, I did the whole thing. I told him, and yeah. I said, this, here's the 17 reasons why not. He said, listen, if you want a job here, if you want to continue to learn and grow, you got to cover for me. And so I did it. And so mm. what I recognized was I had a lot of fear in my life. I, I didn't think people would take me serious because I have a baby face, which, you know, I know now as I'm older is a blessing. But when I started, I, I must have looked 12, but yeah. I gave it. I spoke and people bought and people were interested, people that were triple my age. And so that's when I discovered stepping out of the comfort zone, 
was the key to success as a business owner and entrepreneur. You know, picking up and doing a cold call, tough. Getting up in front of people and speaking, tough. I get it. But that's where you grow. You know, that's where the, you know, the biggest areas of growth are. And if you look at the biggest business owners and entrepreneurs out there, you know, they're out there speaking and sharing their message and uh, motivating others. That is absolutely amazing. I love that. I, I love the story about how you did model UN because you were chasing a girl. And as a result, <laughs> you ended up not having to take a class. That was, yeah, that's an absolute true story. And uh, there's always that silver lining, right? Like it didn't work out with the girl, I'll tell you that, but I was able to get that letter. And uh, and obviously now it, it plays real nice into the story that I share with others to let people know, listen, I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to go out, but once I tasted it and saw what it could do, it was massive. Absolutely. We are here with Dustin Matthews and we will come right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We will be right back. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Are you stressed out? Because if you are, you're not alone. In fact, research shows that over 73% of all Americans report symptoms of stress, which is a key factor contributing to mental and physical illness. And that stress is usually related to work, money, or relationships. Up until now, the solution to combat the effects of stress have been delivered through pharmaceutical companies. But now there's a natural way to solve this problem without the harmful side effects. The Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement contains natural ingredients proven to reduce cortisol, also known as the stress hormone, which causes damage to our body. And unlike prescriptions, your satisfaction is guaranteed with a 100% money-back offer on all orders. In addition, a portion of all proceeds goes to PTSD research, and as a bonus, all purchases will include a free copy of the new ebook, The Survival Guide to Living with Stress. So get the Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement today at www.screwstress.com. Click the Amazon logo. It'll take you where you need to go. Once again, that is www.screwstress.com. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time. You may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Dustin Matthews, and he's co he's written six books, and we're going to talk about one of those books a little bit later in the show. But I do want to talk about public speaking because a lot of people have negative energy about speaking. And I know this very well, just like you do, Dustin, because I taught public speaking in college for about four or five years. And so I had to deal with this very intimately with a lot of people. Some people avoided my class until they had to take it. So how do you overcome your fears surrounding speaking in front of a group? 
You just got to do it. I mean, I, I, you know, I can give you some tips and strategies for sure, um, but you, you just have to do it at the end of the day. But here's, but here's how not to do it, Brian. So like a lot of people, you know, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, and you get an invitation, hey, come speak to my group, or hey, I'm going to throw you up on a panel. Usually what happens, listen, I, I, this is what I used to do. I'd wait to the very end because I'm busy running my business and I'm doing my thing. I'm like, oh crap, I got to do that thing tomorrow. And so I'm up like at one o'clock in the morning and I'm hunched over, maybe I'm in a hotel room and I'm hunched over my computer and the stress comes up in the back of my neck, you know, when you've been sitting there all day, right? And the clock's ticking. And so like, as you can imagine, that's a very stressful, you can feel the stress in what I just shared with you there. And so don't wait. And so, you know, I know that's easy for me to say, but like practice. And so I love all the tools that the world has given us, meaning like Facebook and, you know, podcasts and all that. And so what I like to say is in order to get rid of the fear, I like to look at what do other people do that are really successful. And so I look at like a Chris Rock, right? Famous comedian, right? Like what can we learn from him? Well, if you don't know this, like these famous comedians, they'll go before they're on HBO in front of 14 million people or they go on their world tour. They're in a dive club, Right, they're in some dive clubs. Sometimes they're under a pen name, and they're trying out material. Yeah. And so what I what I like to say is there's so many tools nowadays. So we've got podcasts, right? You can be interviewed. You can do Facebook Lives, right? That doesn't cost you anything. You can you can be on it. And you know I say this, Brian, like it's only going to get worse. So if you're you're the guy or the gal that's fighting, you know, having to speak or motivate others uh, to get your prospects into action, you know, the, there's only going to be more tools that are going to focus like VR when it comes out, right? Like yeah. you're going to be in the spotlight. So you've got to learn how to motivate. And so whether you're using PowerPoint or just, you know, rallying the troops, you've got to know how to do it. And so I say practice. That means practice in your room, practice in your office, practice on podcasts, practice on other, uh, you know, other medias there so you can try your material. And I, that's the big thing that removes a lot of the fear or anxiety yeah. before speaking. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, I mean, I've, you know, taught public speaking and I've done a lot of speaking. I attempted stand up comedy for the first time about three years ago. It was oh. on my bucket list and I finally did it. And I practiced my routine in the car on the way to the club. Yep. It was it was fun and it was great. It turned out great. I mean, I would do some things differently, but that's another great way to really break the ice. I mean, try stand up comedy. Go to open do open mic. I mean, yep. You get feedback instantly. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, works, and you know what doesn't. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, and I know for some people, like even me, when you say that, it's like, oh my goodness. Uh, you know, like stand-up comedy, like that is one of the toughest. But you master that. You've got the chops. And so the other thing I can say for those of you that are like, I don't know if I'm gonna do that comedy thing. It's a little, you know, out there for me. What I would say is, you know, whatever your thing is. So whether you like to meditate or you do yoga or maybe you love like techno, fast-paced music. What I would say is before you go out there and talk, before you go out there and present, whether it's live on a on a stage or, you know, on a Facebook Live or on a podcast, is just like listen to the audience, you know, audio, get in state. Um, the other thing I would say, too, just to provide that comfort, it's all in the frame. So, yeah. Brian, I think I think you'll appreciate this. I remember reading a article one day and they were talking about two distinct different singers and, and one was a guy and one was one was a gal and so the guy um you know was very famous and they asked him that question like hey after all these years of performing and rocking out do you still get anxiety or do you still get those jitters and he's like you mean that feeling that m lets me know that i'm alive that i feel right before i go on stage that you know the audience wants to hear me and so very positive frame, right? Like, so he transformed, you know, what that person said into, you mean that, that thing I'm supposed to feel that lets me know that I'm alive. Well, then they went and they asked the girl and the girl said, or the woman, she said, 
I practically have to be, I hate it. I practically have to be dragged out of my dressing room onto the stage before I go. And so a very different way of describing it. And so part of this equation, obviously practice, you know, getting in state before, but also how you think about it. And so, you know, when you start telling your brain, yes, it's normal. This is what I'm supposed to feel. And, you know, it's a positive thing. It it removes that mind chatter, at least part of it. And it makes life easier. Can I guess who you were talking about? Sure. I'm going to say John Bon Jovi and Adele. Ooh, I, I think it was before Adele's time, like before she started getting big. But I think it and was. Let's say, let's say Mariah Carey. <laughs> Mariah Carey. I, I actually think it was like a Carly Simon or. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah, she I hates think it performing was, live. Yes. There you go. So, um, but Bon Jovi, yes. So <sighs> that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's all in the frame, right? It's how you think about it. And that's, that's true of everything in life. Like if you feel nervous when you're going to make that cold call, like it's going to come across as nervous and you're going to hate it. And so it's, you know, it's part of the equation. Yeah, absolutely. So how lucrative can it be to speak in front of groups? Let's give people reasons why this is a good idea. Oh, they won't believe me. They won't. They won't. I promise you. Um, but I'm going to do it anyway because it sure. is it is so lucrative. So I have case studies, and you know, my partner and myself, you know, six figures of you know speaking on a stage for 90 minutes and getting people excited about a program, product, or service. It's not uncommon for us to do a quarter million dollars in a weekend. And some of you say, "Oh, that's awesome." Some of you say, "Oh, that's that's very little." And so there are people that actually sell homes from stage. And so if you wow. think about this, a home, a house, an investment property, you know, sometimes costing up to, you know, half a million dollars, sometimes even more, all yeah. sold with a presentation. And so franchises can be sold and are sold from a stage, from a lunch and learn all the way to webinars online. And so, you know, in the bigger sense, you know, I want people to think that this isn't just about, you know, a slide deck and let's get on stage or a webinar. This is about how do you put together a message that gets people into action. And so if you look at TV and the almighty infomercial, this is an example of a powerful presentation. And so yeah. millions, Guthy Ranker do millions. It's a billion dollar company now off of the back of multiple presentations that sell the skincare that get people to buy off of TV. And so yeah. that's what this conversation's about. Yeah, I had Kevin Harrington on my show two or three months ago, and we spent some time talking about that. That was really cool. Yeah, billions of dollars right there. And and I know some people are saying, well, that's TV. And I say, I get it, but there are fundamentals in communication. Really, this is a conversation I'd like you to think about it as, how do I put together a message that gets people to buy or donate yeah. to my charity or opt in? Whatever your call to action is, that's what I want you to be thinking about. Not just like, oh, this is a PowerPoint or public speaking thing, but right. this is about influential communication. Absolutely. So Dustin, you co-founded a company called Speaking Empire with your business partner, Dave, and you help people step into their greatness and and speak and learn how to generate, you know, lucrative amounts of money potentially for their businesses. How did that whole adventure start? (laughs) <laughs> well, that started when I left Dave's company. I, I was working actually for Dave uh, is the, the full on story. I was working for Dave. He was the, my rich dad, if you want to call it that. And I went out yeah. to become my own man, um, if that's the way to say it. And then what happened was, is the real estate market tanked. And so Dave said, hey, listen, I need to reinvent myself. You know, this company, I'm leaving, I'm walking away from this company and I need to reinvent myself. I said, OK, great. Um, what are you thinking about? And he's like, well, all these people are asking me, how do I sell this product that I sell from stage. And I said, well, that's funny because all these people are asking me about marketing because my passion is is as a direct response marketer and speaking. And I spent a lot of time in direct response. And so I said, great. And he's like, well, let's do a seminar because I need to make some quick cash. 
And I said, okay, I'm up for that. And, um, and so Dave being the consummate salesman, I asked him, when do you want to do it? He says, I need to do this in 30 days. And I'm like, Dave, I'm a marketer. I need six month windows, right? I need mm-hmm. as much time as I can get. He's like, no, 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 no. And he says 30 days. So I'm like, okay, negotiation time. All right, I'll go three months, right? Split it in half. And so I say three months. And what does he say, Brian? He says 30 days. <laughs> he says 30 days. There's no budging on his side. He's really good. Right. And so uh, he says 30 days. And so we ended up doing it like in 31 days because it needed to fall on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. And so yeah. it came out to that, and we put 90 people in a room. And so it started off as the speaker makeover, inviting people that we knew in the business to come sit in a three-day boot camp where we divulged our secrets. And then we simply made it an invitation at the end. Uh, for those of you that want to come join us, uh, you know, and be better presenters and be understand marketing uh, to get people in front of you, sign up for our 25K coaching client. And we did everything wrong, even though we were trained. We got one person to say yes, and the rest is history. Wow. That is fantastic. I love that. I would imagine that a lot of people ask you how you get started as a speaker. I mean, if, if, if I off the street say, hey, how do I get started as a speaker? What advice would you give to me? couple things. It really depends on the assets you have. So right away, number one is if you've already got customers or clients, great. Let's invite them to an event in your backyard, if that makes sense, if they're all sort of local. Um, it can be at the Denny's. Uh, I prefer you do it in a hotel, but like I get it, like if you're on a budget. Um, mm-hmm. So that's number one. Number two is if you, you know, have been, you know, if you're a student of the game and you invest in coaching and you are part of people's programs and you've gotten results, then I would ask them, and say, hey, listen, you know, I'm a, you know, I've been through your program, and look at all these results I have. What do you think about me speaking and letting people know, you know, about my success? Because that helps them, right? Because they mm-hmm. want to sell more coaching, and that helps you get get on the chops. And then the third one, and Brian, you're gonna love this because I got a cool whiz bang gadget. The next one is so easy. It's called Thumbtack Pro. It's a mobile app. Now check this out. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's my new favorite thing. So this app was created for like professional services, like plumbers, uh, you know, tradesmen, that sort of thing. And so if you have a project in your house, you put a you put a project out, and five people can bid on it. Well, there's a category for public speaking, and so there are people in your backyard that are looking for public speaking. There's sometimes church groups, there's sometimes business organizations, sometimes there's kids or youth groups, and so you literally could subscribe to this. It's free until you start to bid, but it's free, and you could start to see in your area. How many people are looking for gigs? I was skeptical. I'm like, how many event planners know about this? In Tampa Bay, where I'm from, I get about, on average, one lead a week for somebody that has a group of people. And the cool part is you can sell products and services. Some of them will actually pay you to show up up to $10,000 on this specific app. Not saying they're all going to be that way, but you can literally start getting speaking gigs right there or leads for speaking gigs right there in your own backyard. That is amazing. That's really great. And it's Thumbtack. That's what it's called? It's called Thumbtack Pro. So if you were the event organizer, you would subscribe to Thumbtack. I want to make a differentiation here. But if you're the service provider, which you're the public speaker service provider, you would download Thumbtack Pro in this situation. Wow, that's great. We've got less than two minutes to our next break. So I'll, I'll ask you this. How important is it to have a mentor through this process? Absolutely mission critical. I mean, I've had mentors, I've had coaches throughout all my life. And the reason why, you know, you want to consider a mentor or feedback loop is because they'll help you get better quicker. Can you do it without? Yes, but it's the slow boat to China, as they say. And so yeah. I know we're all here because we want a shortcut. We want we want to get there faster. We want to make a difference. We want to make an impact. And, you know, we don't want to wait around forever. And so having a mentor there to give you feedback, hey, I think you could have done this, or hey, what if you do this? Or hey, I have a connection. So a stage just opened up. How would you like that? Like all of those things are massively valuable uh, as a business owner, entrepreneur, getting that feedback. 
That is fantastic. We are coming up against our next break. I am with Dustin Matthews, and we've been talking about the importance of having public speaking be a part of your business model and how lucrative it actually can be. And uh, if you want to check out the Thumbtack Pro app, look that up online and see what you can find. What a great tool. I'm going to look that up later for sure. We will talk about his book with Dan Kennedy called The No BS Guide to Powerful Presentations right after this break. And please stay with us. Don't go away. We'll be right back. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.brianckwright.com for more information. Once again, that's brianckwright.com. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Dustin Matthews. And we're talking about the importance of using public speaking and presenting as part of your business model. We'll talk about his book, The No BS Guide to Powerful Presentations, here shortly. But before we get to that, Dustin, I do want to ask you, can a great presentation uh, make you wealthy? Is there potential for that? Oh, absolutely. You know, there's so many things I can cite here. So I'll, I'll just share what's on, on the top of off, off top of my head here. So I think of the great Warren Buffett, if you've, if you've read his autobiography, it's it's buried in there. And, and he talks about, you know, very early on in his career, he already had a level of success, but he was deathly afraid of giving presentations, deathly afraid of getting in front of others. And so he went to go see Mr. Dale Carnegie, uh, the one of the courses there. And so uh, he attributes, you know, a lot of his success to understanding what makes an influential communication, an influential message. And so not only does obviously he speak and he's at conferences and, you know, he's got his big shareholder convention that draws in people from all around the world and they sell millions of dollars in products right there. But also, too, that translates. You know, he writes these amazing letters to the shareholders, you know, taking words and putting them on paper now and getting a message out and people, you know, rave about it. And so look at him. I mean, he's an example of it. The lesser example that, you know, sort of charged Brian here is uh, I say Trump. 
And so yes. Donald Trump, you know, Mr. President. And so whether or not you like him, he simply gave a series of presentations. He's probably been doing this his whole life, you could say, uh, on reality TV presentations in boardrooms. But now as the president, and look what it, it got him, whether you, you know you like it or not, uh, it is a presentation that he, he gave. And more so than just the words that he said, but the whole choreography. And so if there's one thing I could give everyone listening in is this word or idea of choreography, yeah. not just the word you say but what happens before and what happens after yeah in fact i was going to ask you about choreography a little bit later because i do want to ask you a little later in the show about planning live events because i know that's something that you have yeah. a lot of experience with in fact speaking of choreography i uh just a very quick example when i was in high school my family and i took a family vacation to disney world in florida and i enjoyed i enjoyed the experience exactly for what it was three years later we went again you know as as an adult and I was looking at the stuff behind the stuff. I was looking at this experience so differently. There was a choreography to everything. Everyone had a role. Everyone had a purpose. And everything was designed to elicit a very specific response from their guests. And they call them guests, not customers. And so <laughs> everything that happened, I'm asking myself, oh, I wonder what the purpose behind that is. Oh, I see what you did there. It, it was really very eye-opening. So, yes, a lot of the elite organizations and elite events choreograph everything and sometimes it's so transparent you can't even see it unless you're looking for it yeah, and as a result, like the, what's the benefit of, of that choreography? Obviously, an amazing customer experience. If you you know if you look or guest experience, if you look at Disney, right? But the the real hard numbers, the math and science behind this is now Disney surpasses dollars per head, which is a very um, you know I don't want to say crude, but it's a very way. It, it's data. It's a it's a way of saying listen, X amount of people come in, we made X revenue, and so this is the metric we use. And so they now beat Vegas. And if you think about this, Vegas has strippers has booze, has all the vices that, that one, you know, can get into. And so Disney's got a mouse. And yeah. so if you think about this, choreography is everything in life. And so it's how you dress, right? And I get it. Like you may want to be a lifestyle person and you may not want to get dressed up, but listen, if you want to, you know, close billionaires or millionaires, you know, maybe part of the equation for you in the sales system is maybe you have to dress up or maybe they need to see that you have a copy of a book. And so choreography really is this idea of what can I do to influence and build value before I actually give the presentation and then after the fact as well. I love that. That is so amazing. Let's let's go ahead and talk about your book uh, with Dan Kennedy, The No BS Guide to Powerful Presentations. First of all, I do want to ask, how did this collaboration happen? Because that's amazing. <laughs> Lots of money, um, quite frankly, and, and being a student. And I say that jokingly uh, because Dan has sort of trained us that way. And so 13 years ago, I read a book while I was working with Dave, uh, working for Dave, I should say, and it changed my life because that's when I figured out I could put words on paper and get people to do stuff, meaning that they could donate to a charity, they could call. They could, you know, give me money, you know, buy a ticket online or something like that. And so um, basically what happened was I just had been a student and I've been implementing and keeping Dan uh, abreast of what we've been doing and then, um, you know, developed my own little way. And then I, I pitched him. I said, listen, I want to, uh, you know, what do you think about doing a book on No BS Guide to, to Presentations? I actually said speaking first. And he said, no, nah, too niched. And he said, OK. I said, great. What would you do? You know, just, you know, uh, go with the flow. And so he said, I do it around this. And so we actually pitched it to the publisher got denied but then somebody must have sold it to a distribution partner and so yeah. what ended up happening was they came back to us and said okay you guys need to go write the book uh, and so that's a real big lesson right there they sold it before the book was written so many entrepreneurs coaches experts they're so you know i found that many people are afraid to pre-sell it 
And there's an ethical way to do this. And so that's a big lesson is even if you're sitting there now and saying, well, Dustin, I don't have anything. Or I'm just getting started or, you know, this new product doesn't exist. Go out there and pre-sell. There's a way to do it um, and let people know and turn your weakness of not having thing, anything into a strength. And so that's how we wrote the book. Absolutely. So tell us what the book is actually about. Well, it, it's really about choreography. And so obviously we spend a great deal talking about the structure of a powerful presentation. And again, this isn't like slide deck PowerPoint 101. This is like what is what works in an infomercial? What works in a radio direct response ad? What works obviously on a stage? What works on a webinar? What works in a live room? And so we talk about the structure of the presentation, but really I think my gift that I bring in addition to that is the marketing. So you know, not everything happens in the vacuum. There are things that we can do as business owners, entrepreneurs to influence ahead of the presentation. And then also we've all heard the fortune is in the follow-up. And so this really is a book about selling. It's about influential communication and it's about getting people into action. Wow. That is fantastic. And I know you mentioned webinars uh, and online media in your book as well. So how do you stand out from the crowd? Because everyone is flooding into that space. Oh, I have a camera. I have a microphone. Let me talk for a while. Well, some people are pretty good at this and other people need to practice a little bit more. But that's what social media is for, really. How, how can you build a business around doing that? Well, you know, it's funny. One of one of our partners in the book, and 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 I've been a customer of his for a long time, is Stealth Seminar. And so the first thing I want to say is, for those of you in prof, uh, professional development, uh, for those of you bricks and sticks businesses, even though in the expert author, you know, in, for internet marketing space, webinars have been around, and, and and they've almost they almost feel like everyone's got one. But there's a real big opportunity for governments. You know, he told me about a customer that you know a government is selling rockets. Through an automated webinar, now, like obviously governments, wow. you're not putting your credit card on there, but they're using it as a filtering process. And so there's this huge opportunity for people that are raising money for charities. There's a huge opportunity for people in health to educate their patients about, you know, the benefit of, you know, doing this sort of procedure. And so I, I do want to say that is outside of our world, you know, Brian I's world where we we spend a lot of time, invest a lot of time. Uh, there's a huge opportunity to do webinars. And so if you are in that world, you still have to deliver value. And that's the one thing. I want to communicate at the end of the day, you've got to deliver value to your marketplace. And a webinar can be a very effective way to educate the consumer, make them realize what the pain is, and then present the solution, which is really the formula just super condensed down right there. Right. Absolutely. And it's not just about making the sale. You have to build up to it by providing value, like you just said. So let's mm -hmm. just say that you have provided a ton of value and you've educated your audience. You have to have not just an offer, but an irresistible offer. How do you create that? Oh, yes. Yeah. So a couple of things here. So I've invented, created this thing called irresistible offer architecture. If you were to look it up online, like in the trademark search office, you would find that it is trademarked. Now, I'm saying this not to brag. I'm saying this to, to show a lesson. So number one is people love to buy systems. They love to buy processes. So I just give you some real life examples. If you look on infomercial, there's always some crazy science, right, of like what the thing is made of. Or if you look at weight loss, there's always some secret formula or some melon or something like that that was discovered. And so people want to understand that there is a process. People buy, you know, weight loss plans. People buy success systems, business growth systems. And so for me, the big thing I, I could give to everyone listening in is that wants you to come up with a name for whatever it is that you do to make clients successful or patients or maybe you you're an inventor and you have a product. So come up with a name and then I want you to trademark it. So I'll give you a real quick example. If I were selling weight loss, showing people whether I was a personal trainer, maybe I had a pill, or you know, maybe I just had an info course, all three gamuts covered there. 
what I would say is come up with five steps that your product or your process makes people successful. So as an example, one might be drink more water. Two could be look at the fork twice before you stick it in your mouth. Three might get a, be a smaller plate, four and five, right? And so mm-hmm. I got to ask you, Brian, have you heard of some of those before? Yes. Right. Nothing new under the sun, right? So, but how does, how do you be different? So what I would say is call it the instant weight loss formula. And if you feel inclined, go trademark it. Now you own it. Well, maybe that's a little forward or a little hypey, or maybe you're not creative that day. Maybe just call it your last name and call it a method. So call it the the Matthews method. And so now in the marketplace, creating an irresistible, irresistible offer is about creating curiosity. And it's also about giving them what they want and creating, um, creating a, a system that people can buy into or a philosophy or a formula. This is what makes people go crazy over offers is having this. Infomercials are notoriously good at this. Oh, they're the best. I love watching them for that. Yeah, and that's why I watch infomercials, not because I want to buy the thing that they're doing, <laughs> because I want to see what is the stuff behind the stuff? What is their strategy? And the fact that they repeat stuff over and over again, because they know that someone's not sitting through the whole 30 minutes. They know that people come in and out. And so every you know, 10, 5, 6, 7 minutes or so, they'll repeat the offer, and then they'll go back to the spokesperson, and they tell their stories. It's really great. That's yep. a really fantastic piece of advice. You have to be creative and create value and create curiosity. That's probably the most important component of all. So let me ask, and we've only got maybe a couple minutes before our next break, this might spill into our final segment, but you have marketed and filled over 3,000 events. I know there are people out there like myself who want to do a live event. Mine, my plan is to do a live event in the spring. So let me ask, what are some of your best strategies for filling a room? Well, best strategy. So I would, I'd love to ask a ton of questions. I know we, you know, this isn't the forum to do that, but Brian, I will ask one. Uh, are you already selling products and services online right now? Uh, books. Books. Oh, beautiful. So part of this was T Harv's strategy. This is perfect. T Harv Ecker, Millionaire Mind, Millionaire Mindset. Yep. One of those. One of those. Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Yeah. Yeah. Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. And so when he launched his book, he gave away, I think, one or two free tickets. Uh, let's just call it a ticket to yep. his his preview seminar. And he did them all around the United States. So number one for folks that are, you know, have a product or service already. I love bundling the ticket. Hard to sell an event right out of the gate, although it is doable because in the prospect's mind, it's like, oh, I got to get the babysitter. I got to budget sometimes. Maybe I have to get on a plane. And so it's always easier to sell a product and then include a ticket. I'll give you a classic case study, Sports Illustrated's football phone, right? So here they are selling the magazine. People are buying the magazine at a ho-hum pace. As soon as they incorporate football phone or the yearbook of the Steelers or, you know, the sweatshirt, uh, sales go through the roof. And so people actually buy not because they actually want the magazine, but because they want the bonus. And so in the same way, I sell sell a product or service and bonus in a ticket uh, with that product or service. That's one of my favorite ways uh, to do so. Wow, that is absolutely amazing. We are with Dustin Matthews, and he co-authored a book with Dan Kennedy called The No BS Guide to Powerful Presentations. We talked about how that collaboration happened. We've been talking about how speaking can be a very powerful way to build your business. We talked about how to stand out using social media and webinars. We talked about how to create an irresistible offer. And finally, we spent a little bit of time talking about live events and how you fill a room. We will come right back for our final segment, Down the Stretch We Come, when we come back. Stay with us.
mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for a better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. This is the Tokenet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. It's words you never heard. You have probably heard about the Ring Video Doorbell app. It has a motion sensor that alerts your cell phone as someone is on your porch or rings a doorbell. All you have to do is tap your phone and you can see who is at your door and talk to them through a remote mounted camera and speaker. My husband thought this would be a good idea to have for our home. However, I had no idea he had installed it while I was out of town. Imagine how confizzled I felt when I returned home, went to unlock the door, and suddenly heard my husband's voice calling at me from seemingly nowhere. He had installed a camera and speaker high up in a tree next to our front porch. Talk about being surprised and confused. What's another word for being confused? Flabbertubles. I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Dustin Matthews. And once again, if you want to download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes, you can certainly do that for free. Leave a review as well. That would be really meaningful to me. I would really appreciate that. And we left off by talking about filling a room for a live event. So let's talk next. I mean, did you have any more strategies you wanted to share about yeah, how share. to fill a room? I'll share. I want to say one thing and then I'll share one more. So everyone wants magic bullet. We all do. Like we, it's like, you know, if we go to an event or a conference, we're in the side, you know, hallway saying, Hey, who's your yep. copywriter? Who's, who's your tech guy? Uh, so we all want magic bullets, but I'll tell you this about events. There's no one thing that gets, you know, a thousand people to show up, but there are a thousand things that will get one person to show up. And so I know that sounds like work and it's crazy, um, but it's very lucrative. And so yeah. uh, the only other thing I want to say is this is a very classic strategy that we used was to joint venture with people. So as an example, here at Speaking Empire, we train speakers. Well, every speaker should have a book and every book, uh, every uh, every author should speak. And so we found somebody that had a list of uh, authors and we said, hey, let's do a joint event together. So I want people to think about who in your space makes sense to joint venture with. Could it be a title company? Could it be a software company because they don't sell coaching or they don't do the thing that you do? Who does it make sense to go out there and you know strike up a good relationship and go for the sale? Essentially saying, hey, let's do an event together. You sell your thing, I'll sell mine. And so this can be a very powerful way to not have to go build a list big time, but to yeah. ride on the backs of others 
Yeah, absolutely. In fact, uh, my live event is going to coincide with the release of a book that I've got coming out with Morgan James Publishing, and it's going to center around some of my very favorite interviews that I've done on my show. So I've already got some built-in potential JV partners there, so I'm excited about that. Uh, Let me ask you this. Once you get to the live event, obviously, a lot of speakers will have some kind of an offer that they want Mm -hmm. to make so that you can work with them further, but you have to build up to that moment. And once again, the word choreography comes to mind. You have to choreograph and create the experience and build to that moment. I mean, you can't hit a home run with the first strike. You have to build it. And so how do you create that moment? Wow. (laughs) There's, there's a lot. Um, so when it comes, there's, when it comes to it, there's this this whole, you know, choreography, I'll I'll stop saying that, but I'll say orchestration. And so it's the same thing. Uh, but orchestration. And so what I what I want to say is there's some critical components that you ought to consider. And so one is the information. Always remember to bring the value. So give them meat, give them content there that even if they don't buy, they're going to go out and try it in the world and they may have success. And when they do, they'll come back and say, that was awesome. I want everything you have or tell me the next product I'm ready to buy. And so I always come with that mindset that even if they don't buy there, I'm in this for the long haul. I love what I do. Uh, you know, We're Skyping back and forth and you know, sending money. I, I love this. right? I just, I love changing people's lives. I love sharing the message. And, um, you know, I, I come with that mindset. Number two is you want to not just, you know, vomit on people and give them just information upon information. You want to make sure to incorporate stories. And if you can, you want to make sure that you have testimonials or people there in the room that are your clients. Because, you know, Brian, when you do your event, when I do my event, you know, naturally people say, well, gosh, that guy's awesome. If I go and talk to him, he's probably going to try to close me or try to sell me on something and and take my wallet. You know, like their mind goes to that. And so instead, if you can point out some of the clients that you've worked with that are there, they'll go talk to them. You know, they'll go, you know, hey, what's he really like? And so I always, you know, meet people where they at. If they want to talk to me, great. I'll talk to them, build value. But two, I also know that some people are afraid of that. And so part of the event uh, orchestration is making sure you're telling crazy stories, powerful stories, transformative stories, introducing your clients to them if you can get them there in that room, and then making sure that, again, you're selling the system and you're letting people know that you have a process that will make people successful, losing weight, uh, growing a business, you know, finding the relationship of their life, whatever it is, making sure that you sell people on your process, not just your product, but your process and your philosophy. Absolutely. So let me ask you this, Dustin, for those out there who are trying to wrap their heads around all of this, who, as examples, do you think uh, are world class at doing all of this besides your organization, of course? (laughs) Okay, I like that. That was a good, good qualifier there at the end. Uh, You know, I think there's a lot of people out there. I always look back to the beginning of history. I'm a student of this game and I'm I'm fascinated by it. Back to when, Brian, you'll love this. When people used to write, the, the greatest salespeople used to write on chalkboard. So before computers before transparency even they had chalkboards and so they said the guy that would sell the most had the most chalk on his jacket and so i think about that so names you know i think of jim Rohn, right who's passed tony robbins obviously came out of that camp uh Mm -hmm. i think of you know marshall silver one of the greatest uh you know uh, entertainers in our society now here's here's the challenge some people come out of the entertainment business. I didn't come out of that. So how do I ever hope to be an entertainer? Like I'm not going to go spend five, 10 years in entertainment to get as good as them. And so my tactical, technical speakers are folks like Chris Kirshner or Dan Kennedy. And, and some of these people you'll know and some people you might not know. And so these are folks that are very formulaic in their speaking. They might not be like the charismatic Tony Robbins, rah, rah. But fundamentally, when they get up and they speak, they 
understand how to get people to take an action. And the only other thing I'll say that everyone can benefit from is literally there is a real estate seminar happening in your town. And some of these guys we've trained, but literally you can go watch a real estate seminar, you know, Than Merrill, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, guys on TV, and you can see an ad coming through. Go there. Go watch their presentation. Go watch the choreography, how they don't let you into a certain time, how the person greets you when they register. You can see that, and they roll through all sorts of markets. Go watch them because those are the most technical guys because they give their presentation twice a day, sometimes up to five days a week, giving the same thing over and over and over and over again. These are some of the best speakers out there. Absolutely. Now, you've worked with a lot of people. Do you have uh, a success story or two? People that you, whether we know who they are or not, but people who you took from basically zero to wherever. Yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you a couple. Uh, obviously, we, we worked with Kevin Harrington. Uh, you mentioned him earlier on the show. And what was interesting about him is he already knew the formula for selling on TV, but on a stage on different media, there's different things. And so we worked with him and helped him put together a three day boot camp. And so we took him uh, and his organization and helped him put together uh, three day boot camps. And then I believe in the first boot camp that we did on a, a joint venture together, we did over six figures on his first boot camp. Now you may say, well, gosh, you know, this guy does billions of dollars. But you know, when you're first starting something and piloting, you keep it small to test it out. And so he's a guy. Now, obviously not everyone can relate to Kevin. So I'd like to tell about my friend, Dr. Jeremiah Joseph. He's just south of us in Florida here in Sarasota. It's kind of small, sleepy town, uh, not the big market. And so he is a chiropractor and he uh, works with people that have neuropathy, usually elderly folks. And so he does a lunch and learn or a dinner and he'll invite them to a seminar. And then what he'll do is invite those folks to come to his office. So he's doing a two-step. He's not trying to sell them like treatment right there. Uh, It's very diagnostic and prescriptive. And so he is a guy that after work Working with us went from a 50%, which is a great meaning one out of two people are signing up, to yeah. a 80%. Now, doesn't happen every day, but he hit 80% of the room just by understanding not how to just give a message, but how not just giving the message, but how to deliver it, right? It's all in the inflection. It's all in how you move your body, you know, the intangibles. And so I think of him and then also a lot of people know this guy named Russell Brunson, and so yes. we worked with him uh, to not only one do two events where we joint venture that strategy. I said team up with somebody else. We worked with him uh, to do events, and then we also worked with him on a webinar. And so that webinar was for the underachiever system that he bought from Mr. Frank Kern. For those of you that know that trivia, and so he went out and launched that program. He did millions of dollars with that program, not from the stage, but from a webinar. And so very uh, oh, wow. three different people uh, from different niches and different walks yeah. of life. That is fantastic, Dustin. So let me just ask. Let's just kind of pull pull up and just review uh, your, your your career, basically from ten thousand feet. What has surprised you most about your journey in entrepreneurship? Um, what has surprised me? What has surprised me that I think it's the people. I know that's like you know platitude. Some people say, "Oh, that's the the platitude," but I, I'm always surprised by people. So that that come through, like the when the light bulb goes off, like it never gets dull. Like seeing the change in somebody, it just never gets dull. I think it's why Robbins still you know d- loves what he does, and many of the speakers that are out there. When you see that light bulb, when your client has a success, like they're learning it for the first time, or they're seeing that result, that win, it's it, it, it surprises me that that still makes a difference in my life. It also yeah. surprises me that there are people out there that want to make a change because you know it's real easy to get caught up and sucked up into the news and hear all the doom and gloom, but there are people out there that need your message desperately. And so that continually surprises me in a good way. That's really, really great. So what advice do you have to entrepreneurs who might be struggling right now? 
Oh man, take action and value. So it all comes down to value. And so I know that's so easy for for someone to say, but are you delivering the value? And maybe you think you are, but you're delivering it the wrong way. And so what I want you to do is interview and survey. So the big thing that you could do, whether you have customers or not, is go ask. And a lot of people don't, they have a problem with asking. I know I do too. And so go ask your customers what's the next product they need. Go ask these prospects. Go in a Facebook group and say, what's the biggest challenge you're working on? Go ask and figure out and do the research. That will help you big time get out of the problem that you're in or the challenge that you're facing. Fantastic. Influential books that you've read that you'd like to share with us? Oh, can I name the one that you already stole from me? Yes. <laughs> Never Eat Alone was classic because that taught me about the power of networking with influential people. So not just like one-to-one, but again, how do you leverage relationships? How do you provide massive value? So you'll you'll get the appreciation of that word value from his book and finding the influencers. Uh, number two, uh, Think and Grow Rich is, is a classic book. Uh, Dan Kennedy's book, The Ultimate Sales Letter, because that was the book that I picked up that changed my life. It wouldn't be here today if it weren't for that. That taught yeah. me about words on paper that get people into action. Um, gosh, so many other, I'm reading a book, uh, uh, right now just started, uh, reinvent you, uh, mm. by James Altucher. Um, that's interesting and fascinating to me because he's a good writer. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Fantastic. So as we begin to wind down, we've only got a couple minutes left, Dustin, uh, who inspires and motivates you? This is the question I ask everybody. Oh, this is so good. So, you know, when I hear people say family, it's like, ah, oh, everyone says that and they do. And I want to mm-hmm. give you some more. Like, so I've got two young boys, and um, <laughs> I, on the way on the way over to this interview, I uh, called Mama, and uh, Dexter picked up the phone, and he was talking to me. And, and you know, I was just like, "Man, I'm so lucky," and that's awesome. I also want to recognize my grandmother. She's passed. But um, I, I really model my business world, even though she wasn't in business. She really she grew up in a small town in Georgia, and I would go visit her. And she just knew everyone in that town. That's how small it was. Yeah. And uh, she just had this glowing attitude about her. And so I bring that in business. Like I know, listen, I'm not here to sell you. I'm here to build a relationship. And you might not buy now, but I know you will buy eventually. And that's how I bring it. And I said, how can I leave you uh, in a better place than before you met me? And that's what my grandmother did. And so I really respect her. I love her. I miss her. And uh, – just want to give her some love. Awesome. So how can we find you and learn more about you, Dustin? Oh, thank you big time. So uh, nobspresentations.com, that's where the book is. But better than a book, there's tools and resources to help you execute because I know what it's like. You get these ideas, but now you got to go implement, execute. So go check that out, nobspresentations.com. Speakingempire.com if you're interested in like done with you stuff. Uh, last plug, <laughs> Amplify Experience. If you're an event person and you love to come to events, the book is good. It's amazing. And if you love to see it, witness it, and meet other cool people, we do this event three times a year called the Amplify Experience. And you can also catch me on on facebook.com slash my name dustin matthews and that's matthews with one t not yes two. thank you for that i love to engage doesn't mean i'm going to get back in 2.3 seconds but i'm there and i want to continue the convo awesome thank you so much for being here dustin thank you for having me all right this has been success profiles radio we're here every monday at 6 p.m eastern where i interview the most successful people in the world learn about their journey what they overcame and how we can learn from those uh obstacles and those lessons come back next monday thank you for being here and until then take care goodbye everyone thank you for being a part of success profiles radio with your host brian k wright each week we'll explore different aspects of success and how to